Hello and welcome back to my podcast. I know it's been a while. Um, I did not ep- uh, upload an episode last week. Um, I had a lot of stuff planned for last week as well. So this week is definitely going to be an interesting episode. I do um, advise you guys to stick around because I think um, it depends. Today's episode might be a bit longer or I might cut it a bit short and split it into a part two. Definitely have a lot of ideas for the podcast. Uh, trust me, um, I did have intentions of uploading last week. But then, as usual, uh, stuff has been actually pretty busy. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep up with the episode a week thing. But definitely an episode um, at least once in two weeks, um, just for a while, until I can get stuff back on track. Um, it's just been a lot of college work. I'm starting my own business now. So yeah, IRL stuff has been going uh, kind of crazy for now. But anyways... Let's just move straight into the episode. So yeah, um, as you guys know, I do enjoy podcasting and I also enjoy listening, which um, is kind of what brought me into podcasting. It's when I listen to um, other people's podcasts that I really get ideas from my own podcast. It's not like I'm taking their information. I learn from their style, how they do it, um, what they like to put and how they interpret things, how they um, go ahead and explain it. And I think I mentioned his podcast in one of my episodes before, but Joe Rogan is one of my favorite podcasts. It's a podcast that I generally do listen quite a lot to. Um, there's a lot of stuff that he says is super interesting. And it's just, in generally, in general, it's just such a nice thing to listen and hear. And um, it's so cool that people just go ahead and talk about whatever they want to, whatever they see, whatever they do. And that's something I'm trying to, I'm trying to like take that kind of inspiration where I can talk about real life stories and be completely explicit about it. But yeah, we move. We take one step at a time, as I always say to you guys. So, um, yeah, talking about Joe Rogan, um, in one of his older episodes, he um, actually talked about something called salvia. So uh, this is actually a really interesting thing. Um, salvia, how do I describe it? Um, it's basically a drug that is used. It's um, it's an herb from the mint, uh, mint family, which is used for the... Um, effects of hallucination and um, it is generally found in southern mexico and south america so uh, it's a lot it's a mint that's been used in traditional ceremonies as well and it's also now uh, it's banned in most places it's not legal to take salvia but it has been used in certain hospitals and um, it is one of the most potent natural naturally occurring psychoactive drugs Um, it has very uh, very high effects um, in hallucinations, dizziness, visual disturbances, and a lot more. So if you guys um, do uh, have an interest in that, you guys can definitely go and listen to the whole story on Joe Rogan's podcast. But basically, he talked about <coughs> this old man who um, actually had taken salvia, and he was only out for 10 minutes. But as soon as he comes back from those 10 minutes, he describes himself having a whole new lifestyle where he had a wife, he had four children, four years had actually passed by in his own world where he had his whole life there. And when he came back, it was like, this was all a dream to him. And um, they concluded off saying like, um, that makes you think like whether that is the real reality and we're living in some other fragmented imagination. And it's one of the concepts which I have done before, if you guys do, if you guys do remember, there was an episode I did. It was one of my very earlier episodes about cryostasis and cryochambers. It does make you think about what life we are living now. Are we living in a figmented imagination? Is this something that's been constructed for us as a society? What guarantee is there that we haven't already been taken over by aliens and stuff like history is just 
basically a story they wrote. And that's just something that the aliens imagined for us and they implemented it into in our world. But then again, highly unlikely. Um, we do have a lot of evidence for everything, constant innovation. But maybe in the future, we may realize that stuff is definitely not as easy um, as we think it is. So I think Saudi is pretty cool um, in the sense where it does cause these like huge hallucinations, which kind of make you reconsider your life. And um, in general, it's actually um, not used as like your typical drug where you can like put it in a, roll it in a cigarette or use it as a joint. Um, it has to um, be extracted. So you use it as an extract and um, pipes or bongs can be used to um, do it. So um, then again, there is the thing of salvia being, at least they say that it's safe, but then again, it hasn't been studied um, further on. So definitely, I highly suggest you guys to not be doing this kind of stuff. Um, it has a lot of effects on your brains, visual and auditory hallucinations. Um, it can cause you to um, experience like bright lights or like vivid colors and then distorted reality and altered perceptions of surroundings. Um, like I said, it will completely change your perception. And um, yeah, slurred speech, laughing uncontrollably, anxiety. Um, so yeah, it's just like, like I said, these effects happen like really fast within five to 10 minutes. And after those 10 minutes, <laughs> you return back to reality. So yeah, it's definitely something that you shouldn't take in because um, it can also have like really bad negative effects later on, such as nausea, dizziness, um, loss of control over mobility. Um, along with motor functions and coordination, irregular heart rate. So yeah, these are stuff which um, it is definitely bad effects. And the thing that really interested me was that whole reality concept. He went and lived a whole different life in um, that span of time. So it's like one of those movies, I believe. It was uh, Ready Player One, where um, it's a bit different, not, not similar to what I'm trying to explain here, but in Ready Player One, if you guys haven't watched the movie, um, definitely do. It's actually a pretty cool movie. Uh, but spoiler alert, it's basically about um, how everyone is playing this VR game and they have a whole life on VR and everyone is basically forgetting about real life. They're all just interacting on VR. So uh, yeah, um, basically they all have this their own reality in VR and when they come back to IRL, it's so different for them and they don't have anything but other than VR for them. They just come back to real life they go ahead and eat, they sleep, and then they're straight back into VR. So it is um, a pretty interesting story about how they realize um, the difference between VR and reality. It's about um, a lot of different concepts that actually make a huge amount of sense. And when I did read about Salvi, I wondered if that is actually possible for us rather than taking um, going into VR, a whole different augmented reality, can you just take salvia and then just escape into a different reality, even if it's just for 10 minutes in the real world, but in your mind, you're going for an, basically like a, a, for a whole four years. But then again, it's just like an escape out of your own reality, which I think a lot of people do look for. It's like the whole reason why you guys um, are often going outside with your friends or um, ignoring a lot of your own thoughts. It's just a way to escape your reality. It's the way that you escape the important things in life that you have to do. But yeah, salvia is definitely not one of those solutions. There will be stuff like that, drugs, cigarettes, stuff like that, which you may think is nice, it's good, uh, but it definitely isn't. Like I would like 
I'm the only one of the, one of the very few things that I'm completely against is a, drugs, cigarettes, and alcohol. It's just completely bad for your body. And um, the the other big issue is that it definitely does affect other people around you as well. So definitely do not suggest it at all. Something that you guys have to look into and definitely not allow yourself to um, get addicted to. So at the end of the day, you have to think like, if I'm going to get addicted to it, then is it worth me taking it in the first place? In my opinion, definitely not. So uh, yeah, moving on from Salvia. The next thing I really wanted to discuss about is going to be about the Indian education system compared to uh, the companies such as MIT, um, Harvard, Stanford, um, all of your, basically all of your Ivy League colleges. That is something that I wanted to compare it to IIT, which is the basically the Indian equivalent of Ivy, Ivy, Ivy League schools. Um, and the reason is, um, I actually did, again, once again, it's, it was not exactly a podcast, but it was kind of an interview where um, there was this guy, he was a lecturer, and um, he's super um, well-educated. Um, I don't know how to describe it. I don't remember exactly his name and stuff, but he had a lot of degrees. He was he had a PhD. He had done a lot of research at MIT and Stanford, and he actually had an opportunity to come to um, Mumbai and uh, to give a presentation to all of the newly joined IIT students. And it's when he started discussing about why um, Indian people are always going to be more knowledgeable compared to Americans. And the interesting part is that a lot of, um, he said that uh, the people in IIT, they do require like almost a 99, even a 99% um, GPA basically. It's, um, it's different, it's calculated a bit different in India, but let's say um, that even a 99% isn't exactly a high score because you can get 99 point one, two, uh, eight, five, six, and that isn't a good score. You have to be like 99.3 or 99.4, depending on the year you're taking the competitive exam. And once you do get that score, then only you're admitted into an IIT. And studying that is even a bigger headache because just to get in that, in a competitive exam, you have to be within like the top 1%. And once you do get in there, it's such a difficult competition because you're going to be up against all of the people in that 1%. So uh, it's something that's caused by India's population. It is definitely a factor that you have to consider is that um, a lot of people in India, it is our culture to um, basically force children into studying either for uh, becoming an engineer or becoming a doctor. So a majority of the children do study for these competitive exams. And uh, yeah, it's basically something that hasn't still developed or changed, I would say is that you have to either become an engineer or a doctor. It's still something that is um, taught at such a young age here that you have to aspire to become one of those one of those two things. And it's something that kind of um, affects a lot of people because even if they do have other ambitions, that stuff gets buried. And when you're asked to find your passion, you really can't find it because your mind is so stuck on becoming a doctor or an engineer. And when that happens, you completely forget that there are other options and you end up choosing either um, to become an engineer or to become a doctor. So yeah, this is this, this part of the episode is basically um, an extension of what I did uh, previously uh, talking about in the Indian education. But uh, something that's a bit different is that um, when he did come and give the presentation, he saw all of these students um, and he had obviously done presentations back in the US for MIT and stuff like that. And um, the main difference that he stated out was the 
way the students approach the presentation. Um, obviously, um, a lot of people in MIT were interested to learn, but um, the students at IIT were completely in a, in a like were completely different in the sense that they were completely like in the zone. They store they just stared into his soul, and um, they had that look in their eyes, that hunger to learn, to prove themselves because of the uh, amount of effort that they had put in so far to reach that college it was still not going to end because they still had to perform well on a daily basis to make sure that they are consistent in being in that top 1%. The amount of pressure that builds up on a student is insane. And um, when you do study, it is something that at the end of the day, you're going to need that hunger is what I'm trying to say, regardless of whether you're studying to become a businessman or a psychologist, a therapist, or even if you want to go into like physical jobs, like whether you want to become a police officer or whether you want to go to the army regardless of what what you study for or what you do anything for basically you're going to want to do it with some sort of passion you want to have that motivation to push yourself you you have to understand your purpose what you have to do in order to reach your end goal is um, basically what i'm trying to say and um when that guy did say it it did actually make a lot of sense because the amount of efforts that indians have to put compared to Americans is completely different. It is um, completely insane, actually, the amount of efforts that you have to put because of the huge population. Like I said earlier, there are so many people in India compared to America. And um, that's why, like, even in the very few colleges, each college is so has such a high reputation because of the amount of people that apply there and the amount of people that they can take. They're, going, they're only going to be taking, like, the best of the best. So um, colleges like IIT have a worldwide reputation because they basically have the best of the best um, in India. And definitely, I can tell you that the amount of people studying to become an engineer or a doctor is definitely higher than those in America combined. The reason is because majority, I can tell you 90% of people in India will study to become either a doctor or an engineer. At the very least, their goals will be set on becoming an engineer or a doctor. Um, but then obviously, if they do not get into either of those two occupations, they will obviously look for a second option. But that's something that I'm, that I'm not talking about. I'm talking about the people who initially aim to become a doctor or um, an engineer. So yeah, it's definitely something that really does show how um, different locations of the world face different issues. And how much um, efforts that you have to put in in order to reach your goal. So it's just something that you guys have to think about. Like, is this what I'm willing to do um, in order to reach my goal? Um, it isn't something that is going to be easy. That's for sure. Regardless of whatever occupation you take, nothing is going to be easy. Even if it's something that you consider the easiest job, even being a waiter. Let's say that you work eight hours from the morning till the evening. You're going to be a waiter at a restaurant. You might think that's easy. Um, no, it definitely isn't. Um, you're going to have to uh, see different type of customers. You're going to have to um, work from the morning till the evening without rest. You're going to constantly be on the move. You have um, a lot of other stuff to do that can be quite impromptu. So regardless of whatever job you take, you have to be ready to put the effort in. That is something that I can state in every single episode is that when you do build up a goal and build up a dream, when you realize that, yes, I want to do that or I want to do this, Make sure that you realize what are the steps that you have to take in order to reach that goal. That is something that is so crucial and vital for people to understand is that nothing is going to be easy. 
Um, but if you guys do take the right precautionary steps, you guys do have everything planned out. I will definitely tell you that it is something that is very much possible. So yeah, rather than just taking a random goal or saying that I need to do this or I want to do this, find out what you have to do in order to attain that level is basically what I'm trying to say. Um, okay, well, I completely deviated from uh, today's topic, but that's actually really good. Um, that's something that I can definitely uh, record later on. Um, the next episode is definitely going to be super interesting. Um, if you're um, the hint is basically um, it's going to be kind of like an extension, not exactly an extension, but let's say like um, a sequel to the um, fairy tales episode. Um, yeah, it's kind of a similar topic in my opinion, but yeah, we will get to that next week. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. As usual, if you guys have anything to tell me, you guys can uh, do that. And yeah, I, I'll see you guys next week. Peace.